Misa jest cyrkowno-slawiański z oświatymi. This is Slavonic with the saints. To čezi nekog na svetomu polikarpu bajti vojdinom to jažde strane grade, teos glagolemom, i že bliz steplih vod, levedje naricajmajih, i obitao episkopa grada tugo dafani menojmagu. Ego že svete Ignatji bogonosec v poslanji svojim k smirtjenom vzpominajet. I videv polikarp svete uskodenje v domu tugo episkopa i nedostatok, pomoli se v nem k Bogu, da blagoslovit se domigo, i od tugo časa izobilo v dafani episkop vsakim dovoljstvom. Nivej boj gojvertu grada i bivšije preždjene plodnej, ugobziše se neobično i blagoplodnej bojše zelo. V togože episkopo skodevše vino v delvi umnože svetej molitvoju preizobilno. Vozvraštaja se že v smirnu grad svoj, sovrati se v nekoj na poti priločivšiju se gostinicu počiti od truda, bebo večer pozden, i prijem malo pešte z diakonom svojim, s njim že podšestvova, počijo snu. Polunošte že angel gospoden tolknovego vrebra vozva, Polikarpe, on že reče, što jest gospodi, glagola angel, vostav izejdi skoro od gostinice i seja, padet se bo abje. V gostinice že toj ne bez najme Hristos Bog i mnogo je v nej so veršah vse bezzakonije. Vostav obo svetej tolkno dijaku na svojgo, povelevajemo vostati. Dijakon že mnogim snom objad, vostati nehotjaše i skorbjaše glagolišti, ne upervi son prejde svetej oči i kamo pojdem. Te neprestanno božestvene razmišljaje pisanja i sam ne spiši i ne im ne deši početji. Umolčal bo polikarp svetej, no i v Turicijo angel javljše se veljaše svetomu izeti von. Ipak je svetej vozboždaše dijakona glagolišči, jako imat hrami na pastisja. Glagola dijakon, veruju Bogu, jako ne padet se hrami na doneli žeteje si v nej oči. Glagola otec, jaz Bogu veruju, no zdanju kamennomu ne imu verej. Ta že i tretici v angelu javljušu se i tajžde povedavšu, edva ovešta dijakona v ostatji. Je kda oba izjedoša, abje pa desi gostinnica do osnovanja i pobiv vsa v nej bojivši do edinago. Svetej že polikarp stoja izrjana nebo reče, Gospodi Bože vsesilne, Otče Isusa Hrista, blagoslovennago sejna Tvojego, predvozvestivi čez jono proroka ninevitjenom padenje grade jih i milosrdstvova vpoštedeli si jih. Voistinu blagoslovljutja, jako rukojo angeljskojo izvel i izbavile si nas od nečajanje smerti se ja, jako že izvele si lota od Sodoma. Sobljudajši bo rabaj tvoja vsegda od vsekago zla, blaki milosti vsej vo veki. Posem v smirne grade knjazju gradskomu nevernu suštu, nekje nošti v domu togo v nezapovo zbesi sedin od sluki go i tvorjaše mu lvo velju i smete se vezdom knjaži iz strahom i trepetom. Bajvšu že dnju pridoše judeji hotjašte besi izgnati. Bez njih že on ustremi vse na njih, mnogih bojivših vseh ljutebi. I njedin mu žaše go odoleti, neže izbaviti se jedin od ruke go. I toliko jih bijaše, jako je dva živih pustil od sebe na njih i ukrovavljenih. Vsa bo odežde na njih razterza i telesa jih zubami ujezvi. Bez že v domu knjažem neki hristijanin, to je glagola ko knjazju. Aš te veliši vladejko, as prizovo nekojgo človeka i že bez truda izceli treba tvojgo. I povelevšu knjazju, ide človek toj prizva svetago episkopa Polikarpa. 
и може ще не ув дом княживше чу нача без взивати. Горе мне, яко поликарп ко мне гредет, и имам и не хотя бежать отсюду. И когда же види святая Абия без трепешта, и заиди и бежа от раба княжия го, и видев то княз вельми чудеся. По чудеси том случися нощью всем спящим Смиренскому граду возжещи се вельми, и сгараше часте го немала, и бейст молва вели и клич, и страх, и вопль, и весь народ трудяше се угасити читащи се пожарогненный, но ничто же успеть и можаше, огнем ножишую приемлющую силу. Стекоше се же иудеи обаяющий огън, но и ти и бейше чтетни. Поминув же князь святаго поликарпа глаголок пред уроначальнику и советником своим, никто же может угасить и пожара сего, разве учитель христианский поликарп, недавно исцеливий раба мой го от беснования. И пославши Абия призваше его к себе, и молише его помощи граду в беде той. Святей же пред ними воздев на небо честные свои руцы, излия молитвы своя ко Христу Богу, и Абия огнаки бы и водами многими воспештен погасе, и пожар преста. И мнеше люди и поликарпа света губейти от богов единого, он же истинного на небесех сущего Бога проповедуя, себе же раба Божия сказуя, ноги уверяши, и Христовые присоединяши церкви. Еще же бейс некогда без дождя и велия, и суша, и глад, и все люди с князем и градоначальники молише света го помиловать их, и спросите дождь землю у Бога своего. И помолившись ему Абия бейст дождь много, и напившись земля довольно, бейст в то лето паче иных лет плодоносниша. Таковыми и множищими чудесей святым поликарпом творимыми, еще же и исцелением всяких болезней от возложения руки го бывающим, Нози обращаху се ко Христу Богу, и дену до дне растяши Христова церковь, и долской же многобожие умаляши се в смирнстым граде, в нем же апостолским повелением прия поликарп святые служения слова, як уже Ириней святые свидетельствует о том глаголе. Поликарп не точи апостолский бе ученик, и многим Христа очесей видевшим други собеседник, но и воосей от них послан быст, да там у смирнстке церкви епископство по святом в околе приимет, и гоже поликарпа света го има и глаголит Ириней святый, в младых летах бывший видихум. Долголетен бобе и стар вельми, получаше же часому сам от апостолов научися и предаяше церкви та, я же суть истинна. Свидетельствуют же все церкви сийские епископи по поликарпе настоящие, яко воистину свидетель правды и бедостовернейший и постоянейший, ноже и неже Валентин и Маркион, и весь род Ересу начальников, Толь вредные заблуждения в церковь низших. Сей блажений поликарп во времена Аникита и Папы Римского пришед в Рим, многие отереси маркионицкие отврати, к церкви же и истины и вере приведе, и яве проповеда, и уже от апостолов прия истину. Судже слышавши от него, яко Иоанн Господен ученик, когда во Ефесик бани пришед, узревней мы, что гусерите как Иринта, аби и зайде от нея и других с ним бывших увещаваши глаголя, Бежим скоро отсюду, да никак у бани в ней же херинт, враг правды и Божий обретается в неза попадеция. Той же поликарп, и когда срече его маркион и рети кричи, познаем ему лютия, отвещаем ему, вемте первородного дьяволя сына. Толико буи апостоли и ученицы их от еретиков себе соблюдаху опасно, як униже беседовать и хотяху с теми, и же истину своими хитрыми лжесловесии обольстить и чтахуся. Як уже и Павел святый увещавает. Иеретика человека по первому и втором наказанию отрицайся, веди, яко развратися таковы и согрешает, 
и ест самоосуждение. Ест же послание Поликарпову к Филипписиум, со многим рассмотрением писанное, в нем же веро его истинные проповедания изволяющие и о спасении своим пекущиеся, яви возмогут узреть Доздейрине и святи у святом Поликарпе. Once, St. Polycarp was in Teos, an Ionian town not far from the warm springs of Libidus. There, he visited Bishop Daphnis, mentioned by St. Ignatius the God-bearer in his epistle to the Smyrnians. Moved to compassion by the bishop's poverty, he asked God to bless Daphnis's home, fields, and vineyard. Never again did the bishop know want, for his vines which before had been unproductive were thenceforth heavy with grapes every year. His wine cellar, once dry, now overflowed with the best vintage, by the intercessions of the saint. On the way back to Smyrna, darkness overtook Polycarp, who decided to spend the night at an inn. After a light supper, he and the deacon accompanying him went to sleep. At midnight, an angel touched the Blessed One's side and said, Polycarp! What is it, my lord? asked the saint. Leave this place immediately. The building is about to collapse, the angel warned. Everyone else here is an unbeliever and has committed many grievous sins. The saint woke the deacon and told him to rise. As he had been sleeping soundly, the deacon did not want to get up, but muttered, I just fell asleep, father. Where are we going at this hour? You cannot get enough of meditating on the divine scriptures and will not allow others to rest. St. Polycarp said nothing. Soon the angel returned, repeating the command. Again, Polycarp woke the deacon informing him of the guesthouse's impending collapse. Father, I do not believe God will allow it to fall while you are in it, mumbled the deacon. I believe in God, said Polycarp, but do not trust the building. The angel appeared a third time, and only then did St. Polycarp persuade the deacon to leave. No sooner were they out of the hostel than it collapsed. Not a stone remained in place, and everyone inside was crushed. Gazing up to heaven, Polycarp cried, O Lord God Almighty, Father of Jesus Christ, thy blessed Son, who by the prophet Jonah didst foretell to the Ninevites the destruction of their city, yet didst show them mercy. I bless thee. By thine angel thou didst deliver us from sudden death, as thou didst deliver Lot from Sodom. For thou ever preservest thy servants from all harm, and art good and merciful unto the ages. One night, after Polycarp's return to Smyrna, a demon entered a slave of the unbelieving prince of the city. The servant screeched wildly, terrifying everyone in the house. At dawn, a crowd of Jews came to the door, boasting that they would expel the devil. Despite their number, the possessed man attacked the Jews and gave them a good pummeling. He ripped off their clothes and smashed their teeth. They were fortunate to escape naked and covered in blood. Then, a Christian member of the prince's household informed his master, I know a man who can easily heal your servant. The prince sent to the Christian to fetch St. Polycarp, who had not yet arrived when the demon began shouting, Woe is me! Polycarp is coming, and I must flee! No sooner had Polycarp entered the house than the demon withdrew from the slave, to the prince's amazement. Shortly afterwards, a fire broke out in Smyrna, and spread rapidly because it was nighttime and everyone was asleep. The terrified citizens, weeping hysterically and screaming, tried to extinguish the conflagration, but without success. Jews mumbled their incantations, but these were powerless. Then the prince remembered St. Polycarp and said to his judges and counselors, No one can halt the flames except the Christian teacher Polycarp, who not long ago drove a demon out of my possessed servant. He sent word to the saint, begging him to rescue the city. 
Standing before the prince and his advisers, the saint lifted holy hands and prayed to Christ God, whereupon the fire went out, as if flooded by a river. Because of this miracle, the people concluded that Polycarp was a god, but he declared that he was a servant of the one God who dwells in heaven. Many of those present were converted and united to Christ's church. On another occasion, there was a prolonged drought and famine ensued. The prince, his counselors, and all the people implored the saint to entreat his God to have mercy and water the earth. Moved to compassion, the Lord's favorite prayed, and straightway abundant rain fell. The harvest was better than any in memory. By such miracles and the numerous healings he wrought through Langong of Hands, Polycarp led many souls to Christ God. The Church of Christ grew daily in Smyrna, and idolatrous polytheism went into steep decline. St. Irenaeus testifies that the apostles consecrated Polycarp, bishop of Smyrna, and appointed him to preach the word. He writes, Polycarp was not only instructed by apostles and conversant with many who had seen Christ, but was appointed by apostles to serve as bishop of Smyrna in Asia Minor after St. Bucolus. I myself knew him in my early days, for he was very old when he died. He always taught what he learned from the apostles, and the church hands down these truths. My testimony is confirmed by all the churches of Asia Minor and by Polycarp's successors to this day. Beyond doubt, Polycarp was a much more trustworthy, steadfast witness to the truth than Valentinus, Marcion, and other heresiarchs, who have brought such harm to the church. In the days of Pope Anicetus, the blessed Polycarp came to Rome, and proclaiming the doctrine he had received from the apostles, led many from the Marcionite heresy to the church and the true faith. There are people who heard him relate that once John, the Lord's disciple, was at Ephesus and entered a bathhouse, but straightway rushed out crying to his companions, let us flee quickly, lest the building collapse. Corinthus, the enemy of truth, is within. When Polycarp himself once met Marcion, the miscreant, asked, Do you know who I am? The firstborn of Satan, answered the saint. This shows how careful to avoid heretics were the apostles and their disciples. They did not wish even to converse with the deceptive corruptors of truth, but were guided by St. Paul's injunction. A man that is a heretic, after the first and second admonition, reject, knowing that he that is such is subverted and sinneth, being condemned of himself. An extremely profound epistle of Polycarp to the Philippians survives, from which all who desire to be saved can learn the character of his faith and the preaching of truth. <laughs>